I had to re-record the intro of this. Last one wasn't upbeat enough. Made out of nervous. But today we're going to be talking about everything that's been going on in our lives and our kitchens. Because that's what we do on this here darn show. There's only two people on this show. It's Joe Batant. It's Adam Burns. We're both throwing down! Like I done said at the top of the show, this is Throwing Down. My name is Joe Batanz, but I can't do this show alone. It's the mouth of the South. It's the resting bitch face from outer space. It's the one, the only, Mr. Adam Burns. Hello, Adam Burns. I cannot control my... Fa- like, uh, I am... Wh- why don't we just do this? Yeah. Assume yeah. that I am always in a good mood. No matter what my face looks like, I am always chipper... The world is my oyster. It's all great. Because my face never looks that way, apparently. Uh, Apparently. But I'll I'll tell you this. I'm super happy right now. Just since you started that intro. So I'm happier than I was when when we started. By the way, how are you, Joe? So nice to see you. I'm doing very well. You know, look what I got today in in the mail. A jury summons. Oh my god, I want that. I love, oh. What? Jury duty. Yeah, what do you think it was? No, I, I saw it. But I'm saying, I want to make sure everybody knows that, because I absolutely, let me tell you something. Yeah? I used to tell people, because you know, when people get jury duty, they always like, oh. Oh my god, I've got I've to think of an excuse. I've got to figure out how I cannot do this jury duty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I used to always tell people, oh my God, I would love to have jury duty. I would like, I would give anything to have jury duty. And people said to me, no, you wouldn't. You think you would, but no, you would not. You would not like jury. I had jury duty. Uh-huh. I absolutely loved it. I would do jury duty. I don't care what it is. I love it. So I would be so excited if I got a jury duty. So I'm never going to get one again because I've already gotten one now. So I'm probably never getting one. It's funny that you say that because um, I got it. My parents were like, oh, we're so sorry for that. And they were trying to think of all the excuses for me, right? And I said, listen, one, I'm going to knock on wood, right? But I've been on, I've gotten jury duty summons twice. The first time, because they do it here where I live. They do it where, like, I have to call a number every day, and they tell me whether I have to come in the next day. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, Are you going to have a southern accent for the whole show, or just... This is my... I don't have a southern accent. This is the way I talk. <laughs> so, by the way, I want you to know that I'm going to tell you, it's almost unanimous. Everyone's favorite impression I do is of you. I that, hope it's not accurate, because... That is oh, accurate. I... I mean, I hope I don't really sound like that because I, if if I do, I need to go back to trying not to have a southern. Because I at one point I just gave up, and I was I said I said to myself, you know, because when I was younger and I lived in England for a while. I don't know if anybody knows this, but I lived in England for a while. Mm-hmm. 
I never mention it, so probably I know, no you one mention knows. all the time. Uh and and during that period of my t- my life, um, yeah. I lost a little bit of my southern accent, like mm-hmm. a little bit. And I tried; I would try very hard to not have one because mm-hmm. I didn't want people to think I sounded stupid. And then, at some point, I just decided, you know what? It's part of my charm. I'm southern; people mm-hmm. like it. You know, to heck, to heck with it. Yeah, I'm not going to try anymore. So I yeah. stopped trying, but. But if I sound like that, which Drew Brooks in the chat room says it's spot on. So now I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to, uh, I don't know. Have you seen My Fair Lady? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get one of those vocal, you know, coaches or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, Miss Eliza had. The rain Spain stuff mainly the plane. I don't see yeah. what the problem is. Exactly. Anyway, uh, well, your duty. So you, you they yeah, were so, trying so, to get excuses for yeah, you. Like, tell me your back hurts. Tell me you're, and you know, you, you were, you're self-employed, blah, 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 blah. And I said, listen, I've gotten a summons twice. Okay. The first time, every day that I called it, I never had to come in. So once you call in every day that week and you don't call, that's it. You're done. The second time I showed up, I was in a very comfortable couch spread out. Uh, this isn't before, like, I had my laptop with me, but this isn't before they had, like, Wi-Fi everywhere, you know? It's been years. And about an hour later, they called us into a courtroom, okay? The, they picked the jury. By 10.30 a.m., I was home. They were like, after they picked the jury, they were like, well, if you didn't get chosen, you're free for the day. Thank you. And I was like, I laters. I wish there was somewhere you could volunteer for it and say, I want to be... <laughs> Yeah, I think they should because it'd be all old people who are bored. No, I well, I'm not old. Well, I mean, it depends relatively. I mean, I'm 42. I'm not that old. I love it. I I loved it. I knew I was going to love it, and I loved it. And look, my case. Yeah, I've, I'm sure I've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but I'll just mention it briefly. Was it, was it the Melissa Witt this case? Guy, no, this guy had kidnapped his girlfriend, like. Shoved her in a car mm-hmm. and made her go with him. And then they had. And I was like, Maddie, are you here? Oh, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> and they got in a fight and he shot her in the leg. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, it was like, it was like watching a live episode of Bull or, uh-huh. or Night Court or something like that. Night it was Court? So interesting. Whatever. I don't know. A, a legal show. LA Law. Wait, 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 wait. You know, so you're saying the second show that you, when you think of a procedural, it's I'm Bull not. and then Night Court. The one where just, Harry Anderson was a magician and a judge. Yeah. You didn't know, like the, literally the, the, the judge was like, was this your card? You know, yeah. while we were in the middle yeah. of the, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're bringing back Night Court. I think I read that somewhere. Yeah. And John Lar- John Larroquette's going to come back as his, as his character. Isn't the guy who played the judge dead? Yeah, the judge is dead. It's going to be his daughter, quote unquote. I don't know if it's his real daughter. And then um, I wonder if you think Bull will be on and like all those other ones. Like the they remember the, they had two well, old ladies. I, and they both died. Selma Diamond and the other one. Oh, I, yeah, Selma Diamond for sure. She's dead because she she was old then. She died during the show. Well, the uh, the the. The lady, the woman, the black lady bailiff. Yeah. She is a comedian. Mm-hmm. And there was, um, 
she was in a recent episode, I believe, of um, – am I going to get this wrong? No, no, no. There was a, there was a documentary, a documentary about the laugh – the comedy store. Okay, yeah. There was a documentary about that that yeah. I watched recently mm-hmm. on HBO. Yeah. And the woman who was the bailiff – Marsha Warfield. Yes. She's a comic who mm-hmm. I apparently was big at the comedy store at one point. Okay. She was in that, and they mentioned her getting on Night Court as a result of being a well-known comic at the time. Yeah, yada yada. So I don't know. I wonder if she's going to go come back as well. Anyway, Adam Burns, what's been going on with you? Besides, let me just say this: I, because I, I, you know, I do listen to your show religiously, as you know, I'm a big fan. Yeah, and there are so many. I should start keeping notes because I just have to go off memory when I come on here. The one I want to talk about, though, and then you can talk about – because the first bit should always be me asking you about why you do certain things, okay? Do it. Do it. So Adam told a story on his his podcast, Geeky Gay. It's kind of hard to say Geeky Gay, isn't it? Yeah, Geeky Gay. I, well, I do – I notice when I say – I think I say it much more like Geeky Gay. I don't know why – I hit Geeky Gay. Geek, let me see. How do you say it? Say it again. I think I I have trouble saying it on my own show. Geeky gay. Sounds normal when you say it. Anyway. Anyway. So he told a story. Tell me if I get any facts wrong. Okay. Tell me if I get any facts wrong. You were supposed to go to dinner with your mom and stepdad. By the <laughs> way, I feel be, I'm a little psychoanalysis here, right? Still psychoanalysis. No. Wait, stop. You're little right. psychoanalysis. What you always struggle calling him your dad? Why? I don't I, – okay. Do you call him dad to his face? No. <laughs> you call him Steve? Yeah. You want to know why? I, I You could probably guess why I struggle. He's my stepdad. And you made out with him? No. Oh. He's my stepdad and my real father died. Yeah, in a car so accident. So it's not like there was divorce or yeah. something and mm-hmm. I hated my real dad. My dad died. Yeah. And so I never felt, and, and he, and my stepfather came along when I was 14. Mm-hmm. So I was already fairly close to adulthood mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. And, uh, especially in the South, you know, mm-hmm. you can even start driving at 14. Can you really? And, uh, yeah, well, learner's permit. I, I don't know what it is today, but back then I could. Uh, well, and, someone's got to uh, drive the tractor to the feed store. Exactly. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> Although we didn't have a tractor, but yes, that's exactly right. Um, but I, the reason is because I don't want to call him dad because mm-hmm. he's not my dad. Like he's, and, and, but the reason I struggle is because I feel bad. Like it's going to make him feel bad. If I don't call him dad. So I always, for the whole 20 years that I've known him or 25 years, I've had this little struggle every time I go to say something about him in, in my subconscious where, you know, it's like, oh, should I say dad? Because he would, I'm sure he would like that better. Even though he's not listening to my podcast. I know, but hold on. Here's what I'm going to say. Now, it's too late for this. It could be weird if you introduce this now. But I wonder why at 14 or 15 you didn't start calling him. Like, I, I know people who've been in this situation and they come up with a different name, like Pop, you know, or like, um, you know, some other. It's not Dad. It's a different name, you know, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. 
Anyway, so, so, uh, so, yes. so I want to correct one th- one other thing. I just said one sentence. All I said was you were going to go to dinner with your mom and dad and stepdad. Well, we were not going. Oh, I did oh, not. Oh, know. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. You th- you were you thought you were going to their house for dinner. Correct. And it turned out they were wanted to go to dinner. You found that out later. But that's not, I don't care. Regardless of that fact, what yeah. I want to talk about how is so then you were like. Well, then he called me and he said, it's just going to be me because my mom's sick. She's not feeling very good. So I was like, meh. And I was like, wait, so you ditched this guy because your mom wasn't going to be there? No. And I thought he would probably feel that way as well. Like, oh, Adam never wants to do anything with me unless his mom's there because she's what he loves. No, it wasn't that at all. I, we had planned, and this is, this is, I always Make fun of Mark for being such a planner. Mark is your boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Mark is my boyfriend. And I, I know I always make fun and I give him a hard time for being such a planner and needing mm-hmm. a spreadsheet for everything. Yeah. But I don't know if he's rubbed off on me or mm-hmm. what the, what, what it is. We had planned that we were going to, we had not bought our groceries yet. And Sunday is our chore day. It's our get groceries, do the things that need to be done. And so I had planned. That I w- we were going to go to my parents' house. We were going to take our dog with us because my mom always wants to see the dog. Mm-hmm. We were going to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Then we were going to go to the grocery store, leave the dog there. Mm-hmm. Other thing is our dog doesn't like to eat unless we're eating with her. So that that adds another. You is know, there anybody <laughs> in your life that isn't difficult? And, and <laughs> probably not. So anyway – so we, we had planned all this out, or I had it planned in my head. We were going to take Sydney, go eat at my parents' house, feed Sydney while we were eating. Then we were going to go to the grocery store, leave her there. And then when we're done at the grocery store, we were going to go back, pick her up, come home. Whole evening was planned. Ten minutes before we were going to walk out the door to start this plan, my stepdad messages me and says, uh, hey, would you pick me up? And I had no clue what he was talking about. Like no clue. I thought I'm like, pick you up. We're about to come over there. And I was, so we had not planned on going to a, nobody had I'm sure he didn't even have a restaurant in mind. Mm -hmm. So then we've got to figure out, okay, what restaurant we hadn't planned this. We don't know. Mm -hmm. What if there's a wait? We haven't gone to the grocery store yet. Now it's going to be a much longer experience than what we had planned on when are we going to go get groceries when are we going to feed the dog it just complicated things and they don't have instacart out there well there are ways we can get groceries delivered but we if that if that's what you're talking about but i also then would have to know exactly what i wanted and usually i don't write a list i just go to the store and as i'm going through the aisles i figure out what i need as so then i would have to yeah it just look whether it whether it's wrong or right, it was not my the plan that I had agreed to, and we had things. So your to mom do. said so, we are going to for sure eat at the house. That was my assumption. She said, "She said, do you guys want to come over?" And I said, "We can't tonight, but we could tomorrow." This was Saturday, and so she said, "Okay, great." Let me know. I'll talk to your stepdad and we'll figure out w- what the best time is. And we agreed to six. 
And then she didn't say, oh, by the way, we're going to go to a restaurant. Like nothing. So I now, was assuming, come over. You kind of address this on the show, but not really. How long you've been, you've been with Mark for eight years, right? Yes. And how long have you guys been living together? Uh, gosh, I guess. I mean, we've been boyfriends for eight years. We dated for probably, I, this is weird because it sounds so high school because mm-hmm. <laughs> now we could get married. But we, we weren't officially boyfriends until we had been dating for four or five months. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think like when we actually moved in together. Oh, wait, probably seven and a half. I mean, we've been living together for almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. The reason I ask is you said that Mark gets very frustrated because of the way your mom does. Like, she doesn't have a dinner plan and whatnot. Why is he always surprised? <laughs> you would think seven and a half years later he knows she's not going to have a plan for no, dinner. No, he's not surprised. It just still irritates him. Oh. Like, he's not surprised by it. He just doesn't. Anyway, that that was the reason, Joe. I We had... We had made a specific plan. I had to buy groceries. I needed to go to the grocery store. I wasn't in the mood to eat at a restaurant was another thing. Sometimes I have to be in the mood. Mm-hmm. And if no one has told me what we're doing and yeah. then they just spring it on me. Yeah. Then I'm like, so eh, you ditched him. What's the, what did he land up doing for dinner? I don't know. I didn't ask him. So anyway, what's going on with you, Adam Burns? Oh, what's going on? Well, so that happened, you know, um, and we also we've been doing I don't know if you've uh, done much since you're vaccinated, right? Sure am. So um, I don't know if you've been doing more things since you got vaccinated, but we we had two recent, uh, you know, things that we did out and about. Um, and what, you know, I, I know we all know my first restaurant since getting vaccinated was Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. We went to a movie the other day. Oh, what movie did you see? We saw A Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. And it was very enjoyable. The only thing I really have to say, well, first of all, I didn't realize how much I miss going to the movie. I love to get a red slush. Like a strawberry, watermelon, cherry. I don't care. But if it's of the red variety... I love a slush. I just, I, I don't know. I'm a kid. I also, when I'm drinking alcohol, prefer a daiquiri. When we go to New Orleans, I love to get the daiquiris. So that was, I was so looking forward to that. So we, I'm like, I don't even care if it's red, get it for me. Mm-hmm. And then we got popcorn. Okay. I don't know if I'm becoming such an old man though, Joe, because. Becoming. So, so quiet place. Yeah. I'm, I'm a. I am i am didn't like it. I'm going to tell you what, Joe, it wasn't very quiet. No, no, no. I don't know. I'm assuming you've seen it because you're a movie person. No, I haven't seen it yet. No. Uh, have you seen the first one? Yeah, I've seen the first one. Okay. So the whole premise is they have to be quiet. Yeah. So there are periods of the movie where there is no audio at all. Mm-hmm. They, they, in fact, there's a deaf character and they make it like, uh, so that you're like her, like they totally remove any noise. So, mm-hmm. and you're in her, what do they call it? Her point of view or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like her, the, her the POV, viewer. yeah. Yeah, you're, you're having a whole POV as the deaf person. Mm-hmm. So they have one of these moments in Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. And there are all these stupid teenage boys in the audience. Mm-hmm. You know? Stupid, fucking, like, immature. 
And so they have to and – and I knew. I'm like, oh, my God, there are people here, and I know mm-hmm. somebody's going to think it's funny to make some noise or something, right? Mm-hmm. Sure enough, they get to one of those quiet moments, and one of those boys goes, whoo, you know, like really loud. And then they're all snickering and, like, laughing and all this kind of stuff. And it was, like, this tense moment, and I'm like, those fucking assholes. Like, why mm-hmm. do they – I would get – be mature. Come on. That was it. Mm-hmm. But it was a good movie. I enjoyed my popcorn. The other thing mm-hmm. that yeah, we You have to admit, though, that was kind of funny. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I d- Why would you do that? Like, I, don't, I just do not. That is so, that is so <laughs> immature. Wait, they, it's quiet, and they go, whoo! That's what he did. <laughs> you have to admit, it's kind of funny. No, I don't. Because I wanted to go punch him in the face. You wanted to punch him, um, in a child in the face? Yes, I did. He wasn't. He was a teenager. Okay. Remember, they give driver's license out at fourteen here in Arkansas. So That's I mean, right. he was practically an adult. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we went to a circus. Oh, you know what? I heard you. I heard you promote this. Wait, are you doing all your stories up front? Well, no. I can. I can spread it out. Okay. But yeah, I, yeah. Let's let's keep going. You can. What what's been going on with you? Well, Joe? let's t- let's talk about your. Uh, let's talk. Well, about I might not have anything else, so we can spread it out. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. yeah. Let, let's talk about uh, uh, your thing here. Um, the movie you saw. First of all, here's a weird thing because everyone, because you know, uh, Quiet Place was nominated for an Academy Award, right? Yeah. For for sound design, sound, right? Yeah, because you feel like you're the deaf girl at certain points. I happen to casually know the person who was in charge of the sound for Quiet Place. Wow! So I was talking to him. I said, "I it's the joke because it's, it's a, there's not, no sound in the movie. There's no sound. <laughs> yeah. You know what sound did you do? And he's you know this was really shocking to me. This is the, an interesting little piece of trivia he told me." He was not he and his team were not the original sound guys on this movie. They came in later. The movie wasn't working and John Krasinski uh took the movie to them and said it's, it's not working. There was music and stuff in the movie. Uh oh, no, it was great that there was no sound. Yeah, and this is the first one. And he's on the second one. He was on the second one too, but on the first one, they had music and all this stuff and he was like, "No, you have to have no sound." And they had to work together and, and, and make it just right. When he was telling me all the stuff they had to do for this film, I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. Uh, once you hear someone who knows what they're doing, talk about it. Anyway. Uh, okay. First of all, do you like movie popcorn? Do you know you just go to a basic movie theater or is it like a fancy movie theater? Because I know Mark likes fancy things. Well, we... So, I mean, all the movie theater, when you say fancy, so we don't have, we, we pretty much only have the run of the mill movie theaters here. So Malco AMC, that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. Yeah. So they're getting more fancy. So they, they now have recliners. They now have better food, mm-hmm. you know, that you can, and some of them. And then we have one movie theater now that has the restaurant concept where you can order. Yeah. And they'll bring the food and you can eat it there in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the food is, it's not like, I mean, you know, it's like fast food quality. It's not, it's not. So it's not like gourmet popcorn. No, it's just regular movie theater, Malco movie theater popcorn. I'm going to tell you something. I love 
gourmet popcorn. And I went I went to the movies this past weekend as well. I went and saw In the Heights. Okay. Mm. Now, one of those fancy theaters. I can only do fancy theaters. I'm spoiled. Okay. And what was what? Okay, I I can't believe I'm asking this. What were the COVID restrictions at this theater you went to? There were no restrictions. The only thing was that they, um, when you book your ticket, they block off the seat on either side of you. And if you're two people, obviously you can sit together, mm-hmm. but then they block off the seats on either side of, of each one of you. So that's the only thing they had. There were no restrictions, no mask requirement, no what? anything like that. The, the only thing they did is you had a seat between you and a stranger. This is gonna that be was it. Two things. One, I was at Alamo Draft House. Which they don't have a lot of seats in their theaters anyway, because there's a big giant recliners and there's aisles for the waiters yeah. to walk through and stuff like that. So it's probably only like under a hundred seats to begin with, and then they had it severely limited. So I would say there's probably only twenty to thirty people in the theater. Okay, one, two is you have to wear a mask when you're not eating food, almost like an airplane, right? And I appreciate that. I don't. See, I'm one of the people I don't mind wearing a mask, but here's what I want to talk to you. It's so funny you say it, it brings up an interesting point. There's an article today. In the Washington Post, and I, they did an article similar to this a couple of weeks ago, but the article they did, they came out today because it's based on even more data, is that the areas where people are mostly vaccinated, like let's take, I'm not going to use California because I want to seem like I'm bragging about California or LA. Let's take like Washington and Seattle, Washington, right? Where they have very, very high rates of vaccinations, Right. The numbers there are plummeting, but they're starting to see that, that the people at the places where they don't, the vaccines doesn't take as much and they don't have the restrictions, they're going up. Now, granted, the funny thing, and that's what makes it so in, numbers so interesting, is when you just look at the raw data, people look at it, this is the problem, is they're like, oh my God, it's over, right? This is even in places where they're not vaccinated, Right. But yeah. it's not. Sh- but that's because the people who are vaccinated aren't getting sick. But among the vaccinated, I mean, sorry, among the unvaccinated, it's as bad as ever. Oh the, yeah, for sure. The rates of infection are as bad as they've ever been. But I it's mean, just I'm, that that number is getting smaller. And I don't know. But, since you live in a place that they don't have a lot of restrictions, how did you feel about that? Now you're vaccinated, so you're safe. But I'm, like, so here's my feelings on it, Joe. Yeah. I'm vaccinated. If if your dumbass doesn't want to get vaccinated, you know what? You know, Godspeed. If you get sick and die, you didn't get vaccinated. I'm so I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm vaccinated. I'm at a point where if if there aren't, I I don't feel like I need to be the one person wearing the mask in a room with 500 people not wearing a mask, and mm-hmm. I'm vaccinated. Like mm-hmm. you know, so I'm I'm following now. If a I don't mind wearing a mask. So if a store says, you know, has a sign that says mask required, Mm -hmm. especially a lot of restaurants are still doing that, then I'm fine. I will wear a mask. You know, I have no problems wearing a mask. But if there are no restrictions, nobody else is wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, there's no reason for me to wear a mask. Like I'm, you know, the CDC said if you're vaccinated, 
there's no reason that you really need to wear a mask, that there's no evidence that you're more likely to spread it mm-hmm. and that it's, it's you know, vaccines are working and that it's very unlikely that you're going to get it yourself. So I feel like I'm good not wearing a mask and these dummies that you're, don't want to get the vaccine. Your mom, she's it. vaccinated or no? She's vaccinated. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know she was worried about it for a bit, right? She was like thinking about it and praying on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about your relatives? What about your like your brother and all them? Are they vaccinated? Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Did I not tell you this? I I must have told you this. No, I had a I had an argument with my my brother was in town a couple of weeks ago, and I wasn't even bringing up because I try to avoid any kind of topics, politics, anything like I try to avoid those topics. My brother was in town. And he, of course, wants to bring up all the topics. Joe, he literally told me. Mm-hmm. He says, he says, oh, I've done so much research. He's like, if I get COVID, I'll just go to the doctor and get an antibiotic. Antibiotic? I said, uh, it, it, it's a virus. Mm-hmm. No, no, it is not a virus. It is not. It is a bacterial infection. Uh, no. What? That makes no sense. Why would it be a pandemic if, if it was a bacterial? We have antibiotics. We don't have a cure for viruses. Why would it even be a problem? But, no, I've done my research. I was like, oh, my God. Did you say it's called the coronavirus? Yeah, Mark said that. <laughs> he was sitting there. He actually whispered it to me because, you know, he doesn't want confrontation. I was like. I was like, I was like, are you mm-hmm. absolutely ignorant? <gasps> you asked him that to my brother. You yeah. said that to him? Oh yeah. I mean, we argue. It's 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 not like he's like he just laughed. He's like, oh, I did my research, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And everyone was feeling uncomfortable around us. And then my mom goes, well, not everyone. Mark was feeling uncomfortable, and my brother's wife was feeling uncomfortable. And my mom says, "Oh, that's just the way our family is. We just have spirited arguments or whatever." You know, she is was that trying true? to Yeah, we well, yeah, my my not my mom, but my my dad's side of the family, like it would just be one big argument. They all thought they were smarter than each other, and so when you would go to my other grandma's house, they would just all argue with each other. My dad big know-it-all. I don't want to know if he was really smart cuz I used to think he was, but if he was like my if he's like my brother is apparently not smart and just thinks he was anyway. So so, I'm kind of upset. I don't know what to do a week ago. Now it's nine days ago. Actually, I was outside using my AirPods pro came inside the house. Then I went around about my day. And later on, I was thinking, oh, well, I got to find my AirPods Pro and I need to make a call. I couldn't. I'm like, oh, they're probably in my car or something. And they're gone. I hadn't left the house that day. Of course, because this is the way the universe works, Adam. The next day, it was just on Sunday. Monday was our trash day. And so my big fear is that they went in the trash somehow. I don't know how. And I tried tracking them on um, my find my iPhone. Now here's the funny thing: on the day Monday when I realized they were gone, Apple and Monday or Tuesday, Apple announced that starting with the new iOS 15, they're going to make it easier to find your AirPods Pro. 
And then I was like, oh, really? Thanks, Apple. But here's the funny thing. I have one of those stupid tiles on it. You know, tile? Yeah, yeah. Tile didn't pick it up. AirPod, they're gone. They're gone. I've, I've searched everywhere high and low. Unless they were in the trash or someone came here and stole them, I don't know where they are. They, I've, I've searched high and low for them. So I did what every Catholic – I decided to do – it was like a week ago – what every good Catholic would do. You lit a candle? One, part one, yes. <laughs> part two, I go, I need to get a statue, a little statue of St. Anthony. Okay. Okay. He's, he is the patron saint for of lost, AirPods. Of if you lose anything, anything oh, you lose anything. Okay. But I didn't have a statue of Saint Anthony, so there happens to be right by my brother's house a little Catholic gift shop. So a week ago, so then also, so keep that in mind. Okay. I had the weirdest errands last week. Right. Also, about a week ago was Aiden's birthday. Right. And I said, what do you want for your birthday? And he said, I want you to get me like a rare Pokemon card. But you choose it. You can choose the rare Pokemon card. But I just want you to be a rare rare Pokemon card. I'm like, okay. So right by the Catholic gift shop was a, um, a, a place that sold like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon cards. Okay. So I go, I'm gonna make a tr- I'm gonna make a day of it. There's my trip for today. I go to the Catholic bookshop gift shop. What a what a juxtaposition! You're getting a statue of Saint Thomas. No, Saint Anthony. Saint Anthony, and a Charizard. Yeah, for like, my for my I, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I one of them's gonna find the lost item. You got to catch them all, Adam. So, I go to the Catholic gift shop. And at the door, there's a sign, and it says, "Not open, please knock. So I knock, and I wait there, and there's a storefront, and I'm waiting for a long time. And this weird little bearded man answers the door, and he goes, someone's coming out, and he goes, God bless you, to the man coming out. He's like, come in, sir. And I go, how can I help you today? And like this, like, it has, like, they have, like, incense lit. It's lit, you know, lit incense. You know, John Arts. Why am know. I getting a why am I getting like all of these movies you watch, for instance, um Gremlins, yeah, where they go into these old Chinese medicine stores. Yeah. It had, a, it had that there, kind of feel to it. You know there's what? There's a bearded guy yeah. and there's a gremlin in the back room. You know what? I yeah. never thought about that. It did feel like that. Yeah, it did. So anyway, it, it, it's a Catholic, so they have all kinds of like statues of saints and shit like that. And it's like, and I'm not even joking because people are like, because they must have this for the customers, right? But um, they have in the background, they had like um, like Gregorian chant playing. Okay, and so he goes, "How can I help you today?" Right? And I go, um, "I go, listen, I need a statue of Saint Anthony." Okay. Um, and I go, uh, he goes, oh, of course, right this way. And he leads me down, it's not a very small store, but to the other side, right? And he goes, and he shows me, Adam, it was like a giant four foot statue of St. Anthony. And I go, no, I don't need anything that big. And he goes, okay, follow me over here. 
Then it's like the size of like, it's like this size, maybe like 18 inches, right? I go, no, I need something small. Then we go down like, he, finally, we find one that's like maybe three inches high. And he goes, I go, that's the one. I want that one. He goes, oh, very. You know, they say it's not the size of the St. Anthony that matters. What is it that matters? I, I don't have the rest of that joke. I, I Fill in the blank. Anyway, um, now I'm trying to figure out the end of that joke. So then he goes, oh, very good. And look at this. The little baby Jesus, because St. Anthony's holding a baby Jesus. He goes, the little baby Jesus comes out. And I go, oh, okay, well, great. I'll take it. So he comes and he's putting it. He's gingerly. I just want to get out of there. He's taking the box and he goes, now, are you a friend of St. Anthony's? And I go, sure. He goes, because you know what they say? We don't pray to saints. We pray to God. But you ask the saint to join you like your friend in a prayer. And certain saints are known for being like very successful when they pray with you at certain things. And he goes, why are you buying the St. Anthony statue? And I go, oh, I lost something. And he goes, oh, what did you lose? And I went, AirPods Pro. And then he was like, oh. And then I bought a can- I'll take one of those candles too. And I, I lost my virginity to my boyfriend. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't lose it, he did. Anyway, um, so then he wrapped this Anthony candle and I went on my way. So then I go to the nerd store, right? Very close by. Adam, listen, I'm a nerd, okay? I, I will admit it. I love magic stuff, podcasting, being your friend. I am a nerd, okay? These people had me beat, right? I went into this store. So it's, it's like a big space, actually, okay? But they have these, all these like shitty like conference tables, but they're covered in like, fa- I thought of Daniel actually come out. This is something Daniel would do. But they have like, like dragons, like these, they're, they're clearly like meant for these kinds of tables where they play Magic the Gathering on it because they're really mm-hmm. fancy with like, Fancy drawings of like dragons and castles and soldiers. And so I go in there and there's a skinny girl with blue hair. She's a customer with her boyfriend. Literally every guy in the store is talking to them because, oh my God, there is a thin girl asking about Pokemon cards or whatever, right? Right. So I go in there. Everyone's ignoring me. Finally, someone's like, oh, okay, fine. So he goes, yes, can I help you? And I go, and they have some sort of anime playing really loud in the background. And I go, listen, I need, I don't know anything about this Pokemon, right? But I need to buy a rare Pokemon card, preferably a holographic uh, Wingle card, right? And he goes, huh, holographic Wingle card here. Uh, give me a minute. I think we might have it in the back. So he goes in the back. They're gone for a long time. He come. I, so do I you said, you, now. Do you think you you aren't you being really trusting to say to preface what you're saying with I know nothing about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I would like to buy a really rare one. Yeah. I mean, at that point, could, they could say anything to. They'd be like, "Yes, this uh, 
you know, this, uh, I don't know what's a, not a rare one. I don't, I don't collect the cards. This, uh, Weedle, you mm. know, mm-hmm. I'm assuming Weedle is not rare. Here, here's this Weedle. It's very rare. And you buy it, you know, $300 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. They could sell you anything. True. They could have. So thank God they didn't. So then he comes back. He goes, we're still sorting through the hollow cards. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll be back to that, right? So I'm sitting there watching everyone drooling over the skinny. I don't even know what her face looked like because I just saw her from the back. He comes back out and he goes, hey, listen, um, we couldn't find any holographic wind gold cards. We don't have any. And he goes, okay, go, okay. I go, do you have other rare cards? And so that, now imagine, I got to try the best way to describe this with words. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. He really, he literally wanted a wing goal. Okay. I, I, I totally, okay. So he told you one that was rare. I, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to draw this for you, Adam, and maybe you can help me describe it in words. Um, okay. So here you says where it says me. Do you see that? Do you see the shape that I have there? And it says me. Uh, it's still, it's very bright. I'm having okay. trouble seeing the... So it, let me, let me see if I can fix it here. So like it's an L shape and it says, oh, okay. I see yeah. that. I see and so you. there's yeah. an L shape and it's me. That. Now the circle with the X, that's the guy, right? That's the guy. Okay. I'm me on the other side of the counter. All right. So imagine yes, an L shape and, and I'm a, I'm a, with the guy at another end of the counter. Okay. So... He so motion- he says, we're still sorting through them. No, he comes down. He goes, listen, we don't have any. But then he motions over to the other side of the L and says, there are some rare pokey cards over there. Okay? Okay. The other side of the L. Then he walks out. And so as soon as he says it, they're over, they're over there, right? Then look at this. Then he walks this way. So since he's working there, I follow him. Okay. To like sort of okay. basically in the, like the armpit of the L. And when we get to the armpit, he turns around and goes, like, why are you following me? He doesn't say that, but the look in his face is like, why are you following me? And so I say, I said to him, I go, oh, I was, I was following you because I figured you were taking me to the cards. He goes, no, I came over to here to eat potato chips. And then there's, it's like a TV show, Adam, there's a giant bowl. <laughs> Of potato chips, and then he just stares at me and starts eating the potato chips. <laughs> so then I go, oh. And then I go, in my head, I'm like, what a fucking nerd. That is such a fucking nerd social awkwardness thing to do. Like, wouldn't you think that you work there, you're like, let me take, they're over here, let me take these cards. So I follow him, floored that I'm following him. He, cause he was going yeah, to go grab would, some potato chips. I would actually, um, so, I mean, I can understand the type of person that would do that. But yeah, mm-hmm. you would think they would. Because you've said, I know nothing about Pokemon. And then he's like, oh, yeah, there's some rare ones over there. Like, you're not going to know what's rare. He's going to need to go over with you and say, oh, yeah. this is a good one. Or I would suggest the Chateaubriand. Yeah, well, that you know, but- I would suggest the, you know, whatever. But Adam, this is where you get into this age-old question because I've essentially told Aiden – can you please just tell me what to buy you and I'll buy it? And he goes, well, then no, don't buy me anything. Cause that's the, I want you to choose it. Oh, I love that. I would rather, I would rather someone just tell me this is what I want. Actually, I don't like the whole concept of gifts. 
mm-hmm. at all. I think, like Mark and I, we we rarely ever buy each other gifts now because, you know, first of all, we both make good money. So if there's something we really want, we're probably going to buy it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like gifts is just trading money, basically, because you buy – I buy him something and then he wants to make sure that for my birthday he gets me something of similar value. Why don't we just go out and, like, buy the thing for ourselves? So we will say, oh, we need a – a new lawnmower mm-hmm. or, you know, we, or we'll go on a trip and we'll split the cost and that'll be our birthday present. So I'm not really a fan of that. Wait, hold on. Not to get present. too deep here. Isn't all money just trading? Anytime you buy something, aren't you just trading money? Yeah, but I'm saying it's, I'm saying I know what you mean. Whole- it was my mom's birthday the other day. You know, my dad, when my dad got my mom some very nice gifts, but you know what one of her gifts was? One of those. No. Visa gift cards. And I was like, well, why don't you just hand her the cash? You just paid $5 to be, have some of her own money. Uh, yeah. Or, or, or if they share a bank account, they do. Not even- their whole thing is shared. They don't have any separate bank accounts. There's, a, so I don't know. I mean, like my parents, my parents will still get me a gift and then I get them a gift. And it's just like, well, we just basically zeroed, zeroed each other out. Like I got them something. They got. I, they should have gone and bought themselves something. I could have bought myself something. We'd be fine. Because my mom will even be like, "Hey, uh, pick out what you want, and I'll just give you the money." That's how lazy my mom is now about gifts. She'll be like, "Uh, what do you what do you think you might want?" Oh, well, why don't you find that on Amazon, order it, and just tell me how much it was, and I'll just like transfer the money to you. I would love if someone did that. I, I'm almost wondering if my parents. I'm not going to buy the new AirPods Pro. I'm wondering if my birthday's coming up. If if my parents, my brothers, are me the AirPods Pro. Oh, Adam's drinking his Diet Mountain Dew right now. Now wipe, he's wiping his mouth. I'm good. All right. Well, Adam, you know I know it's going to be very short, but why don't we do this? Why don't we do the cooking segment? Now, last time you picked a very elaborate food item. You picked this uh, beef roulade. <laughs> Now I will say I do actually want to make the corn oysters. I wanted to I make was those. Pressure. I was <laughs> pressure. I'm going to tell you. Something. I'm going to. I'm going to accuse you of something. What? I don't think you. You have that other book handy. Show me that other book. Which other book? The best lost suppers. Well, I have both. I have. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, I believe oh, no, you. Know. No, let me let me tell you what I did though. Yeah. I, I'll I'll fess up to this. Yeah. These oh shit, I had a anyway. Um, these recipe books were in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and every time we would record, and I I my studio is upstairs. Yeah. So every time we would record, I'd be like, oh god, the recipes are downstairs, and I'd have to run downstairs get the book. It was a whole thing. Uh huh. I have a bookshelf right behind me. Yeah. So I just thought the other day, you know what? Why don't I put the recipe book that Joe and I are specifically talking about? Mm-hmm. I'll put that up here in the bookshelf. Yeah. So that it's always right next to me. That's a good idea. So, uh, and then, you know, if we stop using one, I can take it down to the kitchen and then bring, I don't want just a whole row of, of cookbooks up here. Yeah, but- that makes sense. Now, you, 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 now, so let me tell everyone what happened. So you messaged me over the weekend and you were like, Listen, I didn't get a chance to make this super elaborate, did not only one, but two super elaborate things that I chose. Okay. Yeah. 
which I still, like I said, I still want to make the corn oysters. Mm-hmm. Can we do, I don't know what, you, what your suggestion was. And I said, well, listen, I got to push it back to Tuesday anyway. Why don't you pick a different recipe? And you did. You picked the the chicken lettuce wraps. That you, I've heard you talk about these on um, your Geeky K. And right. I want to make those. I like chicken lettuce wraps. So I want to make them. But we're going to do that for the next recipe, right? They're good, and they're super easy. Mm-hmm. They're very tasty. Well, I'm not going to do that stupid shit that you're saying where you're like, and then I swapped out chicken for air because it was zero no, points. I didn't, I didn't swap the only – and I – it calls for ground chicken, I think, and yeah. I normally use ground turkey for everything. So yeah. I, that's the only swap I made. No, then you did you – did, which is funny because it was more points. You did walnuts for the water chestnuts. Oh, well, n- since then, I've made it multiple times because I really love them. Mm-hmm. I, I bought water chestnuts. So I've okay. made it with water chestnuts. Which one's well. better? Well, flavor-wise, they're the same. I would say uh, I would say the walnuts are crunchier. So if you want really crunchy, I would probably do now, walnuts. Here, here's my question. Here's my actual question. Because this, this has been my experience with chicken lettuce wraps. I'm afraid I'm probably going to need to bulk up the meal. Because everything I've had chicken... To me, chicken lettuce wraps are an appetizer. Because I am... If I just had that as a meal, I think I'd be hungry half an hour later. Well, I'm on a diet, so it worked perfectly for me. Okay, I'll have to... Because I was able to... But yeah, you you probably want to have something else. If anybody with, has any suggestions what I could serve with the water... What do you have with lettuce wraps? Like, what, <laughs> like, what's the side item with lettuce wraps? Some sort of, like, Vietnamese or Thai something or other. You know what? You just reminded me there's a new Thai place that opened up. They're doing a soft opening. I might want to go there. Um, you could have, you could just have like a, cause you're right. Lettuce wraps does feel kind of like an on, uh, an appetizer. Mm-hmm. You could have a, a kind of a, a, a plethora, a, a variety of appetizers. You could make some gyoza. You could have uh, spring rolls and lettuce wraps. Yeah. <clears throat> does Mark ever make uh, lumpia? No, he would buy – at the Filipino store here, they sell frozen ones. So oh. he would just go buy the frozen ones and yeah, make them in the yeah, air fryer. Yeah, I think they're kind of a pain in the ass to make. Um, okay, well, that's a very short cooking segment. So we're going to make these lettuce We will post the in, the recipe in the um, I did already. Oh, you did? Oh, great. Perfect. All right. My job done. Um, yeah. All right. Now, Adam, you said you had another story. What was it? Well, we – we went to the so the second thing that we did, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we we've, we've now done two things out. Yeah, and the second thing we did was we went to the circus. Mm-hmm. And I'm a really big fan of the circus. Yeah. I heard you say that, and I, I literally laughed out loud when you said this. I love a circus. Mm-hmm. I have so much to say about the circus, but. So most circuses, and maybe all circuses now, I don't know. But animals are not really a thing anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I was telling Mark, uh, you know, Ringling Brothers went out of business because they couldn't use elephants or tigers or anything. Or, you know, PETA was all on them about that. And so, but uh, I prefer them to have animals. But, you know, whatever. I know that's a controversial view. I eat Chick-fil-A and I go to SeaWorld. I mean, I understand. Oh, God. Okay. We get it. All right. But... But um, I prefer a circus to have animals. I'm just going to say that. I was telling Mark, though, you know, if they can't have elephants and tigers and stuff like that, they should get a, a little dog act or cats. You know, you'll see on America's Got Talent all those dog acts mm-hmm. where the dogs jump over the 
hoops and mm-hmm. jump through firing, you know, thing, fiery mm-hmm. things and whatever. And yeah. those are kind of cute. Yeah. You know, that's an animal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this is a kind of a Cirque du Soleil kind of show. But Joe, this was, I felt so bad for these. So first of all, they, they were not good. So it was a Cirque du Soleil, but it was like a traveling Cirque du Soleil mm-hmm. type thing. They call it the water circus. And you know, now when you Do they serve so, water burgers there? No. So when you go to when you go to Vegas, yeah. Because again, I love circuses. I really like Cirque du Soleil. Okay. When you go to Vegas, there are like ten different Cirque du Soleil shows you can watch. There are a couple that are water based, and they have you know, 50 foot pools in the middle of the arena with, you know, and they have people diving, you know, diving into these pools and come and all of these things happening in the water. It's, it's like a very elaborate thing, right? So you go to the, and I knew, I mean, I, come on, they, they were, this is a, cir- a traveling circus, mm-hmm. but they call it the water circus. Yeah. So we get there and, uh, I was actually kind of surprised. So when we first get there, you just see, there's literally two, it, it looks like water hoses in the back with water shooting up like a water fountain mm-hmm. and, and then just a regular kind of stage. Yeah. I like, yeah, that's, that's about what I expected. Now I did, you know, it, they did surprise me because the, the middle stage, part of it raised up. And it was a fountain. So there was like water shooting down from the, this ring around the top. And, but nobody dove into any pools or anything like that. You wanted, you like, wanted it, people diving into pools. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew they weren't going to. Anyway. So then the first act was now, you know, this is amazing, but mm-hmm. it, it's a, was a woman hanging by her hair. Mm-hmm. That was the whole act. They, she, they put her on this thing. Her hair is there. They, they pull her up and she's just twirling around and stuff. Are you sure you weren't at some neighbor's backyard or something like that? No, it was horrible. It was horrible. Now, and and I felt bad because nobody was clapping. (laughs) And this one guy, Mm -hmm. and he was good. He was actually good. The juggler. He Mm -hmm. was good. He, he juggled and he did this thing where he, I don't know how to explain it, but he would stack up these things that would roll around that were very hard to balance on and they would get higher and higher and higher and he would stand on top of them. Mm-hmm. And at one point he was like way up high and balancing on these things. So that was kind of cool. I mean, he was balancing, but how did he get down? So, it was so fun. Well, you know, when he, one of them in different ways, but what he do you did mean get different down. ways. You were there. How did he get down from the, the thing? <sighs> okay. Well, this, when he was so high, he had like 10 skateboards. Okay. And they were perched on top of these other wheel rolling things. And they were literally rolling back and forth. He was having to balance himself. And he would step on one skateboard and then put another skateboard on top. And then he would move his feet and step on the next one. And then he would put another one on top. And then he would move his foot to that one. And when he got to the top, he just went backwards. He would put his foot on the second one, pull the top one off, give it to his assistant. Mm -hmm. You know, drop it down to his assistant and go one by one until he was down, you know, level with the platform again. I've seen a similar act where a guy balances on chairs where he'll put one chair, mm-hmm. he'll stand on the chair, he'll get another chair, put that chair on top of the other chair, he'll stand on top of that one, he'll get another chair, vice versa. I've seen it with ladders. Mm-hmm. It's a balancing act. Yeah. Anyway, so 
I felt now this that was probably the best one. So there was a little bit of clapping, but people weren't really getting into it all that much. So he would literally when he did something that was amazing. And I know this is an audio podcast, but you're going to see this. He would do he would he would go. And then he would stick his hand like ta da, yeah, uh huh. And then he would raise his eyebrows. Like, so Adam Adam bulged his eyes out and raised his eyebrows. You know, and he would like raise his eyebrows, right? And that was the cue that people should laugh. Or Wait, do it again laugh. for me, please. Oh, do we do it one more time? I love it. No, because you're gonna screenshot it or something. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Forget it. And he would raise his eyebrows. And I felt so bad for these people because, well, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it wasn't good. Yeah. But we had fun because, and the other thing is, I don't know if you've ever been to one of these traveling circuses. <laughs> no, I have not. But the, but the seats, the seats that they have, they it, there will be a bar with a bunch of seats attached to this bar. Okay. So like four or five people are all kind of on the same bar. Well, you know, it's pretty raggedy, right? I mean, this is, you know, this is a traveling circus. So this, this guy, not fat, but like really bulky, like muscular kind of guy comes and sits beside us and decides that he wants to relax. And so he sits down and goes, you know, basically leaned back and put his arms out like a splayed, you know. You know, he like lays back and because it's this rickety thing, I go, you know, I'm, Adam's I'm all of a sudden leaning, oh yeah. you know, because he wants to lean. I don't know. It was just, did it you was, say anything to him? No, because I mean, what I, first of all, he could punch me. I mean, he's muscular guy sitting next to me. He was it hot me or something? No, not really. When um, the last time you said, now go on and get. Did I say why? No, did but I when no, anybody? when was that time you said that? I don't think I've ever said that. You don't ever say now go on get. I don't think I have. Do you know anyone I, who's I ever not, said it? Do you never know do you know anyone who's ever said that? Go on and I'm get. Sure maybe someone talking to What's Cal? the most southern phrase you hear in your family a lot? Not maybe because I know you you're embarrassed of being southern, but what's the most southern phrase you hear in your family? I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. I would have to, I would have to think about it. I mean, not a phrase, but we use fixin' to a lot. Yeah. You know, are you, have you been to the grocery store yet? Well, I was fixing to go to the store. Oh, okay. you know, I mean, that's right. kind of. Does Mark say any I, of these things? Probably some because he's lived, he's only lived in the South. Yeah. I mean, since he moved to the U.S., but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So anyway, that was our circus experience. The, the, Did Mark the capital- like it? Well, again, we both enjoyed the experience, but we both thought it sucked. Um, we enjoyed being there, but it was not a good show. We were leaving, and a lot of kids, a lot of parents had brought their children. Mm-hmm. And a mom turned to her, I don't know, five-year-old son or something and said, Oh, buddy, you know, did you enjoy the circus? And he said, It was long. <laughs> You know what's really great is what if, what if it great if those kids at the the movie were there and when the lady was hanging yeah, over yeah they were hanging over her they went Whoa! yeah they, they just, made it they just it, go he wherever falls. you go yeah he falls into the water yeah <laughs> and they just laugh all right Adam well do you have any what, what do you got going on the next couple of weeks 
Well, we've got to go get a COVID test because we're going to St. Thomas on July 2nd. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to figure out like where to go get a COVID test and all of that. They have at-home COVID tests. We need an official one. You know, I don't know. I guess I could look into that. But it said you have to have a rapid, uh, like a PCR or a PCR. I don't know. There were a couple of – to go to St. Thomas, you have to have a a test. Mm -hmm. It's funny because because I don't want to get the (laughs) – Again, I'm weird. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, crazy as you like to put it. Um, I want to get the COVID test. I don't want to get the antibody test because I'm afraid it'll come back and say I don't have any antibodies. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Strange reason. And so I'm like, no, no, no I just want to get the COVID test because I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to come back and say, oh, the vaccine didn't work on you. You have no antibodies. You know, so I, I was telling my friend Mercedes the other day is that my parents have been saying crazier and crazier shit at breakfast. To the point now where pretty much every day now the the breakfast discussion ends by me um, dropping my hands on the table and going, well, I got to go. I'm due back on planet Earth. And uh, that's that's how I feel about this is like, well, here we go. I'm due back on planet Earth. So. No, I, I don't. It's not that I don't trust the vaccine. It's I don't trust my own body. It's more... You know, I was I don't know if I told you this, but when we went to get the vaccine, I was so worried I wasn't going to have side effects. Because I, know. I felt like if you don't have side effects that it wasn't effective. No, I had to tell you. I had to write to you about that. I know. Anyway, so we're going to get a we're going to get a covid test because we have to have it within five days of going. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I do want to mention uh, Pride 48 registration. Oh, yeah. How's that going for the live streaming event? Well, it's going well. Um, now you haven't had the time yet, but are you going to tell people that we're going to do throwing down during the pride 48 weekend? Yeah, we are. Um, I'm looking forward to that. It's July 23rd through the 25th. And if you're a podcast, yeah, we're still looking for registration or for folks to register, to do a show, Mm -hmm. to live stream a show. And, um, you can go to register.pride48.com anytime before like midnight on the 18th. Oh, that's this week? Yeah, this week. Oh, wow. Uh, do we need to submit the throwing down artwork or anything? Or uh, I'll take care of it. Oh, all right. I just haven't done it yet. But I, I, I knew I know what you I knew your parameters. What are my parameters? So, uh, well, your parameters are you will not personally fill out any forms. I won't fill no no no. If you have to fill out a form, I'm just a no. You, and uh, you will give me the times that you're available, and I will do that. And you, I, we've already texted, and you gave me when you're available and all that. So I will. Yeah, I don't need to know what my shoe size and fill out a form. I don't need to do that. I, that's the one. It's weird because I always accuse Taylor of being a diva, and he is. But that's the one diva thing about me. I don't want to fill out any forms. That's my one diva okay. thing. All right. Well, I'll see you a couple weeks. All right. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.